liked it, dude. I love the Foo Fighters. Oh, you're a Foo Man. Chew? No, uh, just a Foo uh, Man. Yeah. <laughs> no Chew, just Foo. I've been called a Foo and a Fool. And uh, not a fighter, just a lover. Always. Yeah, man. A little Foo Fighter coming at you. Doing up the old uh, 90s playlist, man. How's it going out in Chicago there, Mike? Man, going pretty good, man. Beautiful weather. This has been a great day, great uh, winter. Are you fucking kidding me? Good. Literally overcast and freezing cold here. Uh, yeah, I did, we did have a little, uh, little something strange going on in the sky. I don't, you know me, I don't like to say chemtrails, but uh, looked a little chemtraily. Nice. And now we're supposed to have like the storm come in. Yeah. So, little. I, you know, you're starting to catch on, man. <laughs> That's what that means. Coming red pill. Little chemtraily. Chempilled, we call you. Chempilled, man. I have taken the chempill. <laughs> they did yeah. that here. They sprayed some serious, heavy coverage uh, for one day, and then. Uh, the next day, and since then, we've just had uh, overcast, basically. And we're supposed to have overcast all the rest of the month, essentially, until, like, the, uh, you know, the, in the 20s somewhere. Nice. So it's going to be cold, overcast, <laughs> shitty. We're going to get snow. <laughs> they're getting snow in California. Do you see that too action? Much. <laughs> yeah, now they're, now they're crying they got too much water. Apparently, there is no longer a drought, so climate change is over. Congratulations, people. We solved it. Yeah. Fucking people are never happy, dude. Fuck California. These people are never happy. Not enough water. Too much water. It's too hot. It's too cold. Go fuck yourselves. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. I work uh, work with a fella who I have to say nonstop throughout the entirety of uh, the summer, which was very mild this year, uh, just could not stop complaining about the heat. And how he was dying out there. And then late, I think it was uh, about a week ago, kind of came in and just, Mike, he's, he's had enough of this cold. I gotta tell you. <laughs> he can't take it no more. You know, he wants that heat, baby. Now he needs that heat. I can't wait for July when he's complaining about the heat again. Looking forward to the winter. No, dude. People have just become unable to be uncomfortable. Yes. They're, they're just not able to handle uncomfort. Yes, dude. Or discomfort, you know? Well, part of the discomfort, like that 100-degree summer August day is tough, but, you know, the kind of Indian summer you get in early September feels really fucking nice, man. You get to, like, yeah, a, you just, appreciate No matter what, you got to appreciate the, the benefits and, you know, oh, focus on the green lights. Stop focusing on the red lights. Your trip will be a lot faster. Great you know call. I mean? I'm a yellow light guy. I'm always fucking gunning it as fast as I can. <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> no, but one of the problems is you always feel like you're catching every light because you only focus on the red lights, you know, because the green light, all the green lights you went through, you didn't even think about them. That's you excellent, I mean? man. Yeah, it's very half glass full of you. I'm very impressed. For a guy who drives around yeah. Chicago all day, that's a... It's quite positive. Oh, flipping element. everybody off, calling everybody whatever racial slur fits their <laughs> demographic. Right. Yeah. Well, it's Chicago. At least you guys. I always say, you know what my least favorite race is? Uh, Whichever it, one is oh. fucking in front of me with their goddamn blinker on and won't fucking turn it off or turn. Yeah, that's my f- least favorite race. Whichever one fits that bill. 
been getting a lot of the turn signal on forever group. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's been it's been gaining popularity <laughs> on the roads lately. And, and, and what's also gaining popularity is turning on the turn signal six miles before the turn. <laughs> so I don't know if you just left it on. Are you actually turning? I mean, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you're people? actually you're not kidding. The exit to get to my house off the highway, it's like a mile and a half, two mile long exit. Like they tell you well in advance. So everybody fucking jams up right when you see the first sign. But it's literally saying mile and a half exit. So a mile and a half away from this exit, there's this unbelievable traffic jam on one lane. And and you just go past it. You got a free ride right through the exit. Dude, a mile is a long distance. It's it's a really long distance. What kills me is all you fucking fat asses. If I told you to run a mile, you would tell me it's impossible. It's an impossibly long distance. But then I put on the sign, you have one mile to merge, and you all treat it like it's 400 feet. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? You have a mile to merge. How long is a mile? Farther than your fat ass can run. So that's how far you got. Plenty of distance. <laughs> man. Okay. Oh man. So uh <clears throat> we were downtown last night. I went to the Nuggets game, my man. Oh, no way. You made it, huh? We made it to another game. I was cleaning out the wallet, stumbled upon a Christmas gift card. One of those Visa gift cards, you know? Nice. Yeah. And I decided to uh score some last minute cheaper tickets uh and use the gift card 50 bucks left over my man nice it was a huge score and uh you you might have been able to buy a jersey if you ever found one you're gonna die from this story actually so we get there (laughs) believe it or not we get there about a half hour early we didn't go home we just stayed downtown after work did some bar hopping and uh you know eating appetizers at some local fine joints and we uh, strolled to the game a little bit early because uh, we wanted to get some, you know, some hats, maybe a sweatshirt, something like some that. Some merch. Some merch, my man. We were in the mood to buy some merch. We are doing laps around this stadium, man. We find one little cart <laughs> with two dudes. Uh, they have almost nothing available. That's all we found. It like t-shirts they printed in their apartment. Really bad jerseys, ill-fitting, uh nothing, you know, only extra 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 large and what have you, nothing for the lady. Uh it was a pretty disappointing score. And we didn't really feel like looking further, but it capitalized on your point last time we were there, man. You can't find any Nuggets merchandise. They don't sell it. It's like... There's no merch. You can't beg someone for merchandise. There's nothing there. It's incredible. I've never, I've never seen anything like it. Because I come from Chicago. Dude, there's, there's, there's Bulls merch. There's Cubs merch at the gas station. There's more people wearing Chicago regalia for Cubs, Sox, and Bulls uh, out here than uh, that you see Nuggets or... Broncos. They can't find the shirts. You guys really took it to that next level of like, we're for the elites. Don't even try. (laughs) Well, if Patagonia doesn't make a version of it, then no one's going to wear it. That's the problem. (laughs) There's just just not enough sheep for the wool, you know, 100% wool jersey. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man, but the game was great. Uh, it came down to the wire. Nuggets won. Really good time. Um, we got it was the Raptors. The Raptors, man. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Uh. They're kind of a good team. They got that classic team vibe going on. They had this one fella on the court, Fred Van Vliet. Van Fleet? Maybe Van Vliet. Uh, really tiny guy compared to all the other dudes. Obviously, oh, yeah. probably like six foot, six two maybe. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> not, you know, not tiny by any standard, but uh, or maybe by the standard of playing next to all seven footers. Uh, it was amazing seeing this guy though, like fly around the court and sneak underneath these giant trees and like score yeah. baskets. Yeah, he actually was a uh, was an impressive uh, fella. Damn, I had a good time watching it, and uh, the game, uh, like I said, was close. Jokic man either got another triple double or was maybe a couple uh, rebounds or assists away. Um, incredible performance again the dude is amazing it almost feels like he's gonna win the third mvp and Mm. i'm not sure if you caught this floating around uh, a while back but kendrick perkins who used to play basketball himself uh he's now an analyst on espn he had a very heated uh instagram post where he videotaped himself talking about how the only times uh, there's someone who repeats, uh, you know, the MVP award is when it's a white guy like Steve Nash or Larry Bird or now uh, Jokic, and uh, it was a very kind of racial based, you know, tirade. Is he white? Jokic. Yeah, I guess he is white. Huh? He's Eastern European, right? Slovenian. <laughs> I I think that's like the whitest you can get. It is the whitest you can get, huh? Yeah. He didn't look that white though. He looked kind of. Well, maybe he was a little middle. banged up and tanned. I thought maybe he was a little. Tanned. I thought he was like Middle Eastern or something. Oh, middle. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. No, I think he's like uh, definitely from the European region, non hmm. non darker uh, <laughs> darker complexion. <laughs> <laughs> well, like a light skin, like a Palestinian or something. You know, yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll give it to you. Um, either way. <laughs> It's not up to me, and I could care less. I think MVP is MVP if you're one of the best players in the league. Why does does race even matter? It should not matter. Why does race even matter? Also, considering there's been, like, three white dudes to win MVP in, like, the 80 years the NBA's been around, (laughs) you know? Like, so, it's clearly a minority when it comes to MVP winning. Uh, Well, Kendrick Perkins (laughs) does Who does he say is better? He believes uh, anyone... But the the funny thing is the next guy in line for the conversation is um the other European dude, uh Doncic. You know? <laughs> so like and not it's, looking good. It's not even that too. Like if you want to go with, you know, more of a skin tone version that he's looking for, you know, uh Joel Embiid is French, I think. You can't even get uh-huh. <laughs> someone on the Amer- from the American soil. Damn it. Anyways, this dude went on a wild tirade. How, how far down the list you got to go to get to LeBron? <laughs> dude, LeBron's out. He's injured right now. <laughs> He's not even playing, man. Really? Really. Uh, too old. And He's I got to say this. Nuggets, defense, a little weak. Not too thrilled about it going into the postseason. 
didn't notice it when they played the Lakers because they played LeBron, who plays half the plays <laughs> he's on the court. So well, they're playing four guys at a yeah, time. You never man. really had to see any defense go on. <laughs> <laughs> they just looked good because they were playing four guys in LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. That's right. Fuck LeBron. Uh, anyways, this happened today. I'm a huge fan. JJ Redick, who is an, also an ex-NBA player, uh, got into a little tirade back at Kendrick Perkins about his accusations about people uh, being, you know, race baiting when it comes to, uh, you know, the MVP races or whatever it is. This is so retarded, but I absolutely love it. Here we go. I want to just say something. Because he's just going to say, you know, you sound a little racist by what you're saying, and I want you to hear Kendrick Perkins react in real time. It's, well, Mike, you you have an idea, I assume. Stephen, I mean no offense to you, and I mean no offense to first take. Okay, so now you know it's going to get heated, right? He started off with, I mean, no offense. (laughs) Which means, here comes the total offensive. You're going to be offended. (laughs) Because I think this show is extremely valuable. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show. Where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist, that are, they, they favor white people. You I just not, said that. I you ju- not, yes, you did. I yes, did you did. Not, did. Yes, not, you did. That I is did exactly not, what did. you... Now, here comes a very logical and well-argued uh, point from Kendrick Perkins. I, I, Kendrick I Perkins. Not, that is I exactly not, what you implied. Secondly, not, hold on, did, hold on. I did not call... I stated the facts. I stated the facts. And you're not about to sit up We all know like what you implied the other day. We all know what you implied just now. Hold on. I stated it. It's the fact. One at a time. It's the fact. It's the fact. It's the fact. I want to just what? say something. <laughs> you can't just yell it. It's the, you can't just call it facts. <laughs> <laughs> he just yelled it's the facts over and over again. Like a giant baby. <laughs> like a big giant baby. Plus, the entire thing was your opinion. It was all opinion based. Yes, you guys are just spouting yeah. opinion about race and MVP. Nobody cares. Nobody will remember it anyways. Five years from now, you're just screaming. It's the facts. This is so fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's how the left argues. Yes, that's exactly. how everybody who like believes in this uh, systemic racism. That's their argument. <laughs> Whenever there is no argument. Yelling and screaming ensues, and that is just yeah. absolutely beautiful. You, the guy can't defend what he said before. Uh, we live in this hilarious woke culture. Mike, you and I have touched it several times more recently how there was this moment where people felt empowered to treat others like crap because they had their moment in the sun. And then yeah. all... All of a sudden now, that moment seems to have faded, and people are calling you out in real time on live television now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's pretty fascinating to see a white dude call a black dude a racist on TV right now. I love it. And do you see how he had to start it off? He knows he's getting fired. Oh, that's it for his career. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, he'll, we'll never see him again. He'll, but he'll sir, be... <laughs> thank, thank you for your service. He should go start a podcast with Kanye and Kyrie Irving. It'll be fantastic. Oh, be great. It'll be called Cornfield. <laughs> Cast away, the fellas. <laughs> Called Jew who?
bunch of dudes supposed to talk about basketball screaming at each other, calling each other racist. It's so good. That's what sports have become. Oh man, do you remember what Sports Center and ESPN used to be like in the nineties, dude? What what a turn for the worse with this place. It's too bad. But entertaining none nonetheless. Like, like you want dude, you want to talk about like black history, right? Let's talk history, dude. Sports were the great it was the it was the great evening. You know, like it was it evened everybody out. When Jackie Robinson broke into the MLB, like that, that's a great historical moment because sports just, it was a level playing field. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It was the first, it was really the first place where it didn't matter where you came from, what you looked like. If you could play, you could play. What's interesting about Jackie Robinson, Robinson also is that uh, there is a lot of material and <clears throat> interviews and, um, you know, eyewitness accounts to suggest that the whole idea that he was, um, you know, uh, violently, you know, threatened or anything that happened to him race-wise is wildly blown out of proportion and sensationalized in order to push agendas nowadays. And in fact, the league was pretty much very ready to merge with the Negro League at that time. And uh, it, it like had already happened kind of previously, and it w- really wasn't as big of a deal as they kind of make it out in the woke times now. I believe it. It was kind of rather seamless, and a lot of people weren't that pissed off about it, and he was very sensational to watch and entertaining. And I hate to break it to you people, but sports is about entertainment. (laughs) And winning. winning. Yes. You know what I mean? If you can help my team win. Yes. I don't care. Exactly. They were excited to have him on the ball club. So, uh... It's funny how they kind of uh, change history a little bit. We could thank uh, Abram X. Kendi for this kind of bullshit now. It's like rewriting of history almost. Uh, not that the dude didn't have problems, oh, but... I want to invent a time machine just so I could bring Abram X. Kendi back and introduce him to Martin Luther King. <laughs> oh, wow. Mr. King, <laughs> these men in the future will take your writings, and this is what it will produce. <laughs> dude, the this difference- piece of garbage right here. The difference between the two men, Kendi is the one who's invited to the White House, and Luther King is the one who uh, was murdered by the FBI. Assassinated, yeah, assassinated you, by the White House. Give you an idea of who you should probably support. <laughs> <laughs> one guy created That's... CRT, the other guy was killed by uh, our government. All right. Yeah, well. one, one guy was trying to get you to forget about race, and the <laughs> other one is trying to separate you by race. Yeah, it's man. a little weird. A little weird. And the uh, Biden administration fully supports it. So, uh, you know, we should be careful. Is that what we're... I mean, we are headed towards, like, separating. Separation? But by race. I think we're, like... Segregation? We're, we're, like, heading closer and closer to segregation. So, this sounds, I know, a little nuts, but I believe this occurred and or maybe still occurs in South uh, Africa, where yes. they have reverse racism against white people there and they do have forms of segregation against white people yeah where they literally put the white people in the ghettos and they're even set in a like kind of caste system where they aren't really able to break free of that and move on to the next level kind of like uh what they got they got the same deal going on in india oh yeah except they smell better you know, I've never been to either country, so I can't argue the smell uh, winner in that I've been duel. into the homes of both. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
South African homes. The spell way better. South Africa gave us a die ant word, so um, I'll make them the winner in this case. Cause, uh, I don't know what that is. Oh, th- that is a bizarre little duo that came out with some of the weirdest, <clears throat> most entertaining music I've heard in quite some time uh, within the last decade or so. I don't know if they're still doing stuff. India gave us the sitar. Oh, I take it back. Well, yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't really dig on the sitar that much, man. Like, it's really one-dimensional sound-wise. It's, it's like the bagpipes, man. It's good for one song, and yes. then you gotta leave it alone. If, if you can wow me by busting out the sitar for a jam, I'm into it. But if you're the sitar yeah. guy in the group, I, I, might, I might pass on the show. Yeah, you need to expand your horizons there, buddy. Or the sitar strings. Sitar is just very specific. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, it takes forever to learn. There's like 90 strings on it, (laughs) 600 frets. Jesus Christ! You're really devoting your lifetime to just one style. So you better really dig it, I guess. Although you you know you're really only popular in one country, but that country is one sixth of the population. Oh, good call. So So record sales through the roof. Yeah. Like, I'd rather have India than all of America, Europe, you know what I mean? Oh, dude, that's why Bollywood is awesome, man. Have you seen any Bollywood flicks? I think they're floating around recently on the Netflix these days. A few of them have been dubbed, yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, we're coming to a point where uh, Hollywood's just going to be a joke. And the best, I think we're already getting there where the best films aren't even being shot in Hollywood. Dude, I think you're right, actually. You, you know what I mean? And yes. even Netflix and all these other guys, the movies that are coming out of Japan, India, all these other places are way better. They're Cause, better. Because they're not Cause checking it's not boxes. Fucking Ant-Man. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Have you been on Disney Plus recently? No. It is literally, everything is, is quantum universe multiverse. Like, <laughs> it's because it bombed. <laughs> it's like Dora, Dora the Explorer it visits the multiverse. Well, everything is multiverse. The kids' cartoon is multiverse. Star Wars is in the multiverse. Like everything, <laughs> every like thing they had that just started to die out, they threw them into a multiverse. I haven't checked this out in a while, um, only because Disney hasn't really <clears throat> put much together to impress me. But uh, multiverse kind of gives me it gives me a little bit of a vibe that they are uh, essentially um, priming kids for living in multiple universes. In as far as the metaverse, you know, being into the digital world and having your other reality. Right, like maybe they're they're trying to get people hyper exposed mm. currently to to the uh, to the brain warp that must go on with you know zooming through different realities like that. No, here's the problem. Ah, you're doing, this, you're, you're doing it, these. You're doing I these. I gave it too much you're credit. Doing these series that now have so many contradicting storylines in them that the only way it's possible is for there to be multiple universes. <laughs> so, you need to come up with a new idea. 
You, you know? are correct, sir. I'm looking forward to Indiana Jones and the Master of the uh, Multiverse. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> it's coming, dude. Shia LaBeouf's in it. It's going to oh, be great. Oh, yeah. There'll be like three versions of the Asian kid who all meet simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> but in one, he's North Korean, and one, he's Japanese, and one, he's Chinese. Totally different. <laughs> Yeah, man. I think we're onto something here with this multiverse uh, Indiana Jones movie, man. Give the same actor play and looks exactly the same. He's like, no, I'm Japanese. (laughs) That's how they did things in the 80s. (laughs) Now I'm Chinese. They just digitally alter. uh, Well, we'll we'll use our imaginations. But um, anyways, that is... That's a good idea. It could be a great way to introduce Chris Pratt or some other uh, lady fella. You know they want to go the lady route for the new Indiana Jones. I've read a little bit about the new one that's coming out, actually, and he, I think it's like his goddaughter or some far-removed relative. Does, uh, and, Disney owns Indy? You know, th- probably. I can only they? assume. Yeah. They fucking own everything. Yeah, they do. Which is probably why all the content universally kind of sucks right now. Everything. I'm telling you. They got to do something, man. I'll have to check out this Disney Did, uh, have, have Plus you platform. Seen that move? Have you seen everything? All, everything whatever that stupid fucking movie So is. everybody t- and everything all at once are talking about this movie uh, because uh, it's Oscar buzz. Probably best picture. It's been sweeping all the wars. Michelle Yeoh, I believe, is that her name? Uh, maybe I'm mispronouncing it because I am a bigot. Uh, but <laughs> I think she's getting all the buzz for best actress, and she's like overdue for it, some shit like that. I'm pretty excited, dude. Emma and I were just talking about it. Oscars are this weekend. I need a new slap in my life, baby. I know we all do. <laughs> I don't know, man. Did you see the movie? No, no, I usually don't watch these movies. I just like to make fun of them when I see the clips at the Oscars. I, I, tr- I tried to watch it. It's terrible. Oh, it's really? Fucking, <clears throat> dude, it's all, uh, it's like a subtitle and like, you know what this is? They did this whole thing. The media and the left and everybody totally ignored the fact that like, <laughs> there, was a, there was a crazy number of black men attacking Asians. <laughs> They, right. they definitely swept that one right under the rug. Oh, yeah. But you couldn't talk about it, right? They even that's tried right. to do, like, an Asian hate month thing, but then they yeah, realized that right. it was just black men and they couldn't say that. So I think this is, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. payback for the Asian hate. Oh, yeah, man. You know? Good, like, good we, call. Sorry, we couldn't stop it because, you know, that's a more oppressed group. But, uh, That's right. We'll we, can't, we can't say anything about it, but we'll give you the Oscar for Best Picture, huh? <laughs> Not just the Oscar, the Emmy. They gave them everything. You get everything. Fucking people are sweeping. These are Beyonce of the movie world now. No, Mike. What happened to Beyonce at the Emmys will never be <laughs> forgiven. How dare they strip strip Beyonce of the award and give it to Harry Styles? I didn't mean to tear open that wound. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was never going to heal. Uh... <laughs> they only gave her 34. How dare they? <laughs> the most the winningest Emmy Award winner in the history of Emmys. 
How dare they give the final award to a white man? Harry Racist. Styles. Racist. Well, I think it'll be forgiven eventually when he comes out as gay or whatever. I think he already has. Isn't he one of those uh, he, she, they, lady fella, fella guys? Pansexuals or something? Know what it is? I don't know. There, I think he's somewhere on that uh, the, the gender spectrum. Isn't that what Cuomo's daughter was? Pansexual? Remember? <laughs> That's right. They he's, like, I know, I, he's like, I know I got caught raping these women, but dude, my daughter just came out as pansexual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I totally forgot about that. Oh. Are you going to believe the father of a pansexual child would go around sexually harassing a woman? Come on. He supports pansexuals. Come on, man. <laughs> What's that? No, I don't know what pansexual means, but... Not a clue. He supports him. All right, come on. Are you saying pan or pants? I can't tell. What's going on here? I'm going to say yes to both, actually. <laughs> Seems... Makes me feel comfortable. Well, <laughs> speaking of pansexuals or pansexuals or whatever they are, uh, we got one sneaking up in the news lately, Mike. We haven't talked about him in a while. Maybe he had some sort of Justin Bieber-style half-face uh, paralysis going on from the sh- clot shots he was taking and pushing, but my favorite, American Psycho himself, Gavin Newsom, back at it, baby, <laughs> stirring up the waves. You know, Gavin Newsom, you know what he doesn't like? People uh, running businesses in California. He's really against <laughs> it. He just doesn't want very- businesses in California selling things. Get out of here! Get out of here! Gavin Newsom. This is this is great stuff. Uh, he's taken on the, I think it's the Walton family or whoever owns the Walgreens. I didn't Walmart. even hear about this. Oh, of course. This is a this is not a good one for Gavin. California Governor Gavin Newsom lashed out at Walgreens today, saying his state will no longer do business with the nation's second largest drugstore chain. Get out of here, drugstore! Second largest in the fucking world! The whole state? <laughs> you can't operate here in uh, California anymore. <laughs> He's kicking all of them out of the whole state? The whole state? Yeah, man. This must be a serious reason. What's this... The super serious reason. What? Yeah, there's got to be a good reason. What did for this? Walgreens do to because, California, man? Because he didn't do anything when he found out they were giving opioids to everybody. No, Mike, uh, that's forgivable, but not this. Second largest drugstore chain. The move comes days after Walgreens announced it will not mail out abortion pills in 21 states, where attorneys general warned the company that it risked breaking the law. The drug is actually allowed in at least four of those states. Newsom says Walgreens, which has more than 500 stores in California, is cowering to extremists and putting women's lives at risk. Yeah. Oh, my God. Get out of here. You're 500 So wait a minute, wait a minute. Did they stop? They didn't stop in California, did they? No. No, no, because abortion's still legal there. They just stopped selling the drugs where the governments there no longer allow for these abortion tactics. Where it became illegal. Yes, but so Gavin Newsom is throwing a temper uh, tantrum in California about it, and so he decided to kick out Walgreens, all of them, from California, 500 stores. Uh, Didn't you learn anything about your sanctuary city fucking ploy? Like, this is another one of those things... Where you didn't have to react. There was no no reason for you to even jump into this fight. 
And it's going to backfire. He loses every battle like this. He had something similar with Elon when Elon wanted him to drop all the mandates. And he kind of said, well, where else are you going to go? And Elon went to Texas. And so... <laughs> Did I heard he moved back, though, quietly. Oh, really? Elon? Yeah. You know, Elon's Apparently kind of he, a like, moved- liar. I'm getting a bit of a gist from this guy. He's, he's kind of a two-facer. A little bit of a two-facer. Never trust an African. <laughs> That's right. Weren't we talking South Africans just earlier? Yeah, I told you. These are, uh, these are shifty folk. <laughs> Dude, 500 stores, though. You just kicked out 500 stores. I, you know what I th- think happened here? <laughs> no idea, dude. I think Walgreens is pulling out. Wow. I bet you Walgreens is pulling out of the state, and he's doing this before, like... Good call. It's like uh, you find out your girlfriend's going to break up with you, and you break up with her first. Or you find out you're going to get fired, so you quit. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Um, Good call. (laughs) Are you saying maybe they got a better deal rolling, probably with, like, CVS? No, I think Walgreens... Well, it was already, (laughs) for sure, Walgreens was closing all their stores in the big cities. Yes, this is happening in Chicago, uh, New York. Chicago, Seattle. Seattle, Seattle closed every Walg- uh, Walgreens within the city limits. Portland has two, I believe I read. Or was it Walmart? I mean, uh, Walmart, too. Well, all these companies are leaving the cities. All these stores. Yeah, because of the rampant stores. theft. They can't compete or stay open. So, yeah, they're just closing everything and just uh, focusing their energy uh, elsewhere in the suburbs. Look, this creates what you discussed uh, about a month or so ago, the food deserts that exist in all these urban areas. It's going to get worse, man. Oh, it's getting worse. Like, it's getting way worse. You can see it on no, the... No, Walgreens? That's crazy. Yeah. I, I think this is crazy stuff. And here's what I hate, dude. All you hear about is how Ron DeSantis is a piece of shit because why is he going... Why is he even bothering with Disney? Leave him alone. Oh, but Gavin Newsom is a hero because he went after Walgreens? Oh, yeah. Of course, man. It's insane. I don't know if you caught the news today. Uh, I found it pretty interesting, actually. Uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams, this is NPR News, uh, telling stores to have customers remove their face masks. How far we have gone here... (laughs) He says that with worries... Oh, how the mighty have fallen. (laughs) (laughs) Worries about the safety of New York City's deli clerks and bodega workers have forced him to request that they force everyone to reveal their faces when they enter their establishments. Mm. This is freaking hilarious, man. Who saw that one coming? Only every person that's ever been in a bad neighborhood. It's funny that now that nobody's wearing the masks, the only ones wearing them are the shady motherfuckers out there trying to rob you. <laughs> like, yeah, the criminals. Kind of used to be that way. You know, f- yeah. for five seconds, we all walked around looking like fucking train robbers and bandits, and now the ones still looking like bandits, they're fucking bandits. They're coming in to fucking rob so, you. No, no, literally used to call me Bandito. <laughs> that's right, dude. That's what, I, that's what I looked like with the bandana. I bought the smallest, tightest uh, gator. I bought two of them. And uh, it stretched so thin on my face, you could see my nostrils moving in real time through 
That's how little I was protecting my my airways. That's how much I wanted to just breathe, man. Air. Oh, dude, I I was cutting bandanas in half. So I was just using like a triangle, like half the triangle. Yeah, like a flap. So you could like kind of breathe open air. No, it would move as I was breathing. Yeah. Like the, my breath would like lift it up. You're psycho, dude. We're simpatico on that one, man. We 100. I had the little <laughs> duck flap going, and you you could Emma would laugh at me because it would get to a point where she's like, I could just see your whole mouth right now. You know, just like, <laughs> like it would shift people, up. You know, people would get so mad. Like they would literally stop me in the store and be like, How is that supposed to protect you or anybody else? It's not. <laughs> well, I don't want any protection, and I don't care about you either. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not gonna, if I didn't wear a condom when I fucked that hooker, what makes you think I care about breathing your air? You know? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know what's funny? The people who are fucking psycho about this shit want us to forget about it, and we will never forget about it. We have to constantly bring it up. We have to keep remembering every single day. We have to make people feel embarrassed about how they treated the rest of us during that time forever, yeah, because be. we yes. we risk going back. Absolutely. That's what I'm very afraid of. And everybody who scoffs at that, I do not believe they're going to shut us down tomorrow. But, man, eight years? Yes. Three years from now. Two years from now. I think they'll wait a couple election cycles. Well, kind of get the vibe. They do something big and traumatic on a worldwide scale every 20 years, right? We had 9-11 and then the COVID lockdown, so... Mm. Maybe go with the full twenty. There is um leaked documents that hit the scene several years back. They're very credible. The U.S. government pretty much guarantees that it's a given. China plans to attack the United States and engage them in warfare in twenty twenty seven. So, uh, well, we could look forward to that. Get your bullets. I'm gonna get That's a balloon. And that goes up to 60,000 feet, and I'm just going to float above all the action. Just watch, watch it. it unfold. Have myself a picnic. We'll do a live stream. Yes, live dude from the balloon. <laughs> Coming at you with World War Three, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you hit 50 uh, live listeners, I heard Zelensky comes on. Oh, we need a piece. <laughs> I need sleeves and peace. I need peace, but I cannot get from Putin. <laughs> Only $600 billion and F-16 brings peace. Six months ago, Putin had colon cancer and was dying, like literally on deathbed. And now he's like de- about to take over the world. And then I read this morning um, that Ukraine is holding firm on Bunkstaff or whatever the name of the town was. That Bakhmut? Like, that the Bakhmut region? Bak- Bakhmut. They're like putting up the final stand. And, uh, all forces, all hands on deck, man. We, you know, This is D-Day. The Bakhmut? <laughs> yeah, the Bakhmut D-Day, man. It's happening now, baby. <laughs> Just as important as the beaches of Normandy. The, the Bakhmut region, you know? <laughs> The Bakhmut region, the the region we all worried about for decades. Bakhmut. Bakhmut. Yeah, man. It's so stupid. Never heard of it before. You're never going to hear of it again. Nobody fucking cares. No. You know, they think this. So apparently this is one of those regions that like. Supposedly, even US, all U.S. intelligence, all, all the things we're giving him, all the information, we were telling him to just with, withdraw from that area. The people don't. People don't want to be Ukraine. 
Yes, in and Bakhmut, I, yeah, they believe they're Russian. And actually, they were uh, they welcoming their annexation or freedom, if you will, from uh, the NATO and Russia, alliance. Russia already annexed it. They refused to let it go. And what, do we, what did Zelensky do? He just dedicated all these resources that we gave to him. Dude, it's so much easier to spend somebody else's money. You know what I mean? Absolutely. This guy just devoted all these resources and literally just leveled this area with, you, with, with American weapons. <laughs> course so even if even if they win bakhmut is nothing and Zelensky even said at this point it's a symbolic win wow okay well that's retarded so stupid dude (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's so stupid (laughs) wow you you turn on cnn and it's this like heroic last stand that's uh, crazy. You're not even fighting Russians, man. Did you see that whole report about the Wagner troops? You know, I caught something on this. Uh, can you enlighten me a little bit? Actually, I, I kind of breezed it's, over. They're, merc- with they're mercenaries over there fighting. Are they our mercenaries? No, it's Putin's. The oh. Wagner group is this like private oh, yes. military group. Okay, it's a lot of like Chechens and fucking right. just people from these like countries that have always been in war. Right on, man. Yeah, dude, it's all these fucking guys. I mean, it's so stupid. And there's no doubt we have mercenaries there, uh, and the UK Absolutely. has mercenaries there. So are we, what, uh, like, unfolding currently? Is this a mercenary on mercenary war? It's not. It's like literally private companies fighting each other. Yeah, this is just another day on the job for these guys. This has literally just become a uh, corporate gig. You... Uh, <laughs> Well, you did some airborne, and you probably know some fellows who maybe went further and kind of stuff like that. Like, are is airborne, or are those the guys that these mercenary groups go after to offer them some big bucks, six figures, and you travel the world? But no, you know, no. Or are these like Navy SEALs and like spies and no, like? Oh uh, no, no, those guys are way too much money. Wow. Wagner Group is they just went around and picked up a bunch of refugees that were of age. Just young men gave him a gun, a little training, and uh, here we go. Yeah, young men who are willing to fight for a dollar. Okay, so not a good wage or salary. Um, probably no benefits, I imagine. Um, I don't know. You know, to me, I'm I'm kind of speaking on my ass. I don't know. I think the Wagner Group is different, but there's there's a few different groups. Well, what I'm asking basically is, do are we witnessing a version of like Halliburton or what is it, BlackRock? I think that we have here, you know, the Prince. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That, that is the, group. That, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. So Eric Prince's group, which used to be, what is it, BlackRock now, I think, or whatever. It's that mercenary group that was fighting throughout the Middle East. Uh, you know, a lot of the vets from the Iraq war were, I thought, going into these into this mercenary group. Yeah. And it's well-funded, sure. and I believe you make six figures. You get some of the best equipment. I'm under the impression that these mercenaries actually have better equipment than some of our soldiers do in some of these uh, yeah, situations. Yeah, oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. So you got to think, I mean, these guys are getting Russian contracts, not American contracts. Yeah, so that means they get the hookers, part of the deal. That's great stuff, man. Lots of cocaine, Co- lots of hookers. Coke and hookers, baby. Hell yeah. All right. Not, not a lot of bulletproof vests or ammo. <laughs> oh man uh that's pretty pretty wild stuff to think about how we could essentially wage war for over a year now and you basically have various mercenary groups private co- privately contracted companies 
waging war over Ukraine. And also on the side, I think they were trying to blame today the Nord Stream pipe detonation on Ukrainians. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was floating around the interwebs there Mm. for a hot minute this morning. and It was America. Everybody knows it was America. Yes, man. Nobody else could have done it. No, of course it was us. Uh, So there's a battle uh, going on there in Ukraine. It's pretty epic. But, Mike, never you worry. We have our own epic battles going on here in America, man. (laughs) It's like World War uh, IV here in Atlanta, Georgia. In Atlanta, a chaotic clash. Atlanta police released this video that they say shows rioters throwing fireworks at officers and setting construction vehicles. They're being very gentle. Uh, it was actually like Molotov cocktails. And, I know. The, uh, the way they explosives. talk about the left peaceful protest is, is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. It's the, this was the springtime of love in Atlanta, Georgia. Everyone was into it. <laughs> and a trailer on fire. In the end, 23 charged with domestic terrorism. You throw Molotov cocktails, large rocks, a number of items at officers. Your only intent is to harm. Police call it a coordinated attack by violent agitators. Of the 23 arrested, only two are from Georgia. While protesters say it all started at a family-friendly music festival and that officials used excessive force to arrest some who were... Family-friendly uh, music festival. And notice how they call them protesters. <laughs> The Jan 6th insurrectionists. That's right. That's right. But these guys are protesters who were throwing Molotov cocktails at police. Well, Mike, these people are victims. Ultimately, it was a family, fam, uh, family friendly <laughs> music festival. I can only presume, since family friendly, they must have had a drag show story hour going on at some point uh, for the kids. So well, that's what makes know, it family friendly. Family friendly. It's hard to say. Naked men. I was. I did all that work just to sneak in some drag story hour. You like? was <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work, people. Not involved. All of it centered around a planned public safety training center that opponents have dubbed Cop City. The planned site is right here, 85 acres just outside of Atlanta, a training facility for both Atlanta police and fire. Now, office. Dude, how, how do you like this, man? How do you like this? These cops, these cops, they need more training. They need more training. What is it? You opened up this training facility? <laughs> what is this? Hitler-esque. <laughs> you know what, I mean? what is this Hitler facility you opened? To train cops? You are so phenomenally on point with this. Be- and they know it too. They know the absurdity of being against this facility to train Didn't, didn't we have fucking two years of you guys protesting and rioting the way tra- cops treat people, talking about how we need better training? You know what I mean? Like wh- That's right, man. I think we should just tear down tear down this cop city and build another Chaz. We need Chaz. Bring back Chaz. <laughs> Everybody loved Chaz. Well, I said these cops needed training. I didn't know they needed a, a facility to train in. This is this is a bridge too far. This is a bridge too far. <laughs> yeah, you know, where do you want them to train, asshole? So you are exactly on the money with this one. Plus, plus what they're doing is, dude, you do this giant facility, so now you standardize policing, right? <laughs> so now you don't end up with, like, the small-town cop 
you know, acting also, a certain way. But also, doesn't anybody remember the Police Academy a move, uh, movies? Think of all the hijinks that would go on at this facility. <laughs> the hilarity that will ensue from this place. Come on, people. <laughs> You know, we haven't had a good sound effect guy in a long time. Can we I'm call... sure one will come out of here. Can we get Steve Gutenberg over here? Come on, man. <laughs> Let's spice this thing up. Yeah, where's the dude with the sound effects? <laughs> I mean, the only difference is the riot came at the end of that movie. <laughs> this one they rioted. This one they rioted before the cops even showed up to train. <laughs> And that's the problem. They're not branding it right. They should call it Police Academy, not Cop City. Oh, good. Oh, good call. You know, people hear the word Police Academy, makes you giggle a little bit. Ah, one, two, or three. (laughs) (laughs) You know. So, dude, you you are exactly right. You guys have literally rioted or peacefully protested for two years now about how we need to defund the police and then train the police and re-educate everybody. Okay, fine. No, no, remember, first it was defund. Right. And then when that massively backfired and you couldn't leave your house. (laughs) That's right. They were like, we we didn't say defund. We meant better training. (laughs) Let's train them. Let's teach them. Teach them. Uh, so now we're going to build a big facility to teach and train, and, uh, now you guys are against that. So, you know... Oh, this is so beautiful. Dude, you guys, you guys cannot get out of your own fucking way. You... You got an energy company trying to do clean energy in the ocean. They're getting shut down in protest because a whale died. You got a guy trying to do windmills in Germany. Greta Thunberg gets arrested protesting it because it killed. It stopped a reindeer herd, right? And then now the, the police are trying to build a facility so they can get better training. And you guys are burning it down with Molotov cocktails for God only knows what reason. Get out of your own fucking way. Are you please. psycho, bro? Bringing in the Greta theme here. Dude, they figured out their reason why they're angry about this one. Say they're going to increase their presence in the coming days. Officials touted as a way to improve community policing. This is where your community and neighborhood watch programs will will learn uh, uh, how to uh, keep your neighborhood safe. But critics say it will do just the opposite. 90 acres of the forest are going to be destroyed right away to build cop city. So we see this as a further militarization of the police. This is the latest flashpoint in a fight that has stretched oh well God. over a year. In the forest, in January, They're tree huggers. Have you ever been to fucking Georgia? Georgia patrol trooper <laughs> injured. Tonight, protesters say that this is just the start. God. Just the beginning. They're threatening more days of violence and action. And I can only assume Greta Thunberg. How Dare you will show up and get fake arrested like she has halfway around the world three times already. Have you seen these pictures of her getting arrested, man? Oh, I got them on my wall next to AOCs. It's so funny. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about AOC getting arrested. <laughs> I was the, it was the same cop. <laughs> oh, shit.
I totally well, the same cop, different uniform. It's just an actor. <laughs> so uh, Greta was rearrested or arrested again at some other demonstration, like over the weekend. And the pictures. I the told same you, man. This is just carried. so she could go meet up with Justin Tate. What? Uh, Andrew Tate. <laughs> Andrew Tate. <laughs> Justin. T- Justin Tate's a plumber. <laughs> and Schomburg. <laughs> Well, hey, there's a little shout out to some business there, Justin. You're welcome. Uh, uh, Justin, uh, hey now, great drain tech. Great drain tech. <laughs> Andrew Tate, dude. <laughs> he gets arrested. Now Greta Thunberg's getting arrested every oh, couple man. weeks. Good I call. don't know. That's right, man. Wow, that Andrew Tate thing. What a bizarre debacle. Uh, to only like turn out to be nothing. Nobody talks about the guy. I feel like nobody was talking about him before it happened. It almost seems like it was a whole giant distraction. Yeah, it was. It was so stupid. Probably, uh, and I don't have my timing right, but I can only imagine it was designed to distract us from the Nord Stream pipeline uh, bombing. No, that's not a distraction. That's corrupt government. He talked bad about a corrupt government, and when they had the chance, they, they grabbed him, probably to show him who's boss. Oh, good call. Uh, yeah, even though true. he's out, you probably won't hear him talking too much about that government. Good call. In fact, I feel like the country he got busted in is the same one that uh, Nikola Jokic is from. Slovenia or Slovakia or one of the Vakia I don't think those guys are whites, man. I think they're gypsies or something. I don't. I don't know what they are. They're like a. They're like racially ambiguous. You know, like they're. It could be somewhere around there. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's all. Uh, they could be anything. Yeah. Well, th- here's. The- Here's what it is. When it comes to uh, the spectrum, you know, the race spectrum, there's a whole yeah. lot of us grouped onto one side. <laughs> okay. And, well, it's hard to draw the line. It's very hard to draw the line. Well, according to Kendrick Perkins, we're all on one side, and then the rest of the side Cause is... Because uh, <laughs> let me give you this, man. Meghan Merkel gets to call herself black. She's whiter than Jokic. <laughs> I don't think you know who Jokic is. I'm pretty sure you were watching Jokic. the wrong player. <laughs> Maybe I was. He's got like black hair, right? No, we're definitely talking about a different oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm thinking of a different guy. I'm thinking of a different guy. I want guy. to remind yeah, you, yeah. I'm talking about the seven foot four European dude. Who's You're thinking of the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, right. He's, I'm thinking of the other guy who's like the, the Muslim guy. Yeah, I'll, I definitely don't think we're talking about the same. Player. Yeah, right. Totally different guy. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I look up a picture of Nikola Jokic. Uh, I think <laughs> I think you get a good idea of the kind of guy I'm talking about, and why Kendrick Perkins was so freaking mad. Apparently, that he's being considered for the third MVP. Yeah, he's award. Serbian, dude. He's Serbian. Serbian. There you go. Okay, I guess it is white. Well, very white. <laughs> Isn't that like basic, <laughs> basically Russian? Isn't that Russian? Yeah, he's whiter than the Irish. This guy. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> Serbian. Yeah, he's white. He was probably born in a den with a pack of wolves and a polar bear, and you know, that's about as far as I can yeah. go. Don't the Russians and Serbians like drink and befriend bears? There's all these videos oh, online. That's all there is to do. Yeah. They just. <laughs> that's all oh, there have is. Have you seen to the? Have you seen the woman? <laughs> You'd rather fuck the bear. Yeah, out with the bear. <laughs> The bears are more cuddly than the women out there, you know? (laughs) (laughs) 
Serbia. <laughs> Did you ever see those women who live in Chernobyl? Oh, no, I haven't. I... Oh, dude, it's a great documentary. They, it's wow. like this thing. It's like, what do they call them? The babushkas or whatever? Babushkas. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, and it's, uh, dude, it's like these, uh, they're probably all dead now. This thing's like, it's like 10 years old now. But uh, it was these, this group of women that never left the forest outside Chernobyl. That's craziness. Yeah, they all lived. And they were all like these these women whose husbands were like, they died in what in one of the 600 wars that took place in these women's lives. <laughs> oh, wow. They were all like 80, 80-something years old, right? And when they were interviewed, when they interviewed um, <laughs> the one who was like the matriarch of the group, she was like, uh, the youngest one of us was born, you know, she said like 19... It was like 1919 or something, right? Wow. And she, and she goes, uh, in that time, our land has been, over, has been taken over and taken over by every man that wanted it. Our husbands were killed. Our sons went off to war, never to come back for reasons we ever, you know. She just listed all these things they went through, famine, everything. She goes, when they tried to tell us that something we can't see is going to kill us, we laughed in their face. <laughs> Wow. There's, there's so there's so many things that we can see and we survived them all i'm not worried about the thing i can't see <laughs> wow and they lived there in these in these fucking farm for so they I'm, I'm assuming most of them are dead or all of them are dead by now but but the, they I'll, lived dude, through the radiation of chernobyl yeah they were in like one of those zones that like nobody was supposed to live in and they just survived and grew food and did their own thing. Grew and... food, did their thing, yeah. Well, that's really that's wild stuff. They were like they were the, the problem was I think they were on like the Belarusian side. So you know how it was like right <laughs> on the border of Belarus. That's right. And uh, it, but it was like the radiated zone crossed that border. Wow. I don't know something where like they they couldn't get evacuated by the Ukrainian government, so they never got kicked out. I just, dude, I just remember her saying, like, I'm not afraid of, it, of something I can't see. You know, like all these men that have come through. <laughs> like, what what about the... everything they lived through? <laughs> Absolutely. And all I'm thinking, too, is of the toughness of the mentality behind that, the old world mentality of being, you know, I'm not going to believe you and your hokey pokey nonsense, right? Your magic that I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Go forward about 40 years later, uh, 50 years later. When was Chernobyl? 80s, right? I think it was the 80s. 80s. Yeah. So go for, flash forward 40 years later, you convinced an entire generation of people uh, that same age that there's an invisible thing coming to kill them, and they got to lock themselves down and wear the mask. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even put two or two together. Wow. I wish I could have played that clip for everybody who was scared of COVID. Just think about the difference, the toughness, the the yeah. worldview, the the ability to know the government is fucking bullshitting you. These people knew it well, because they survived ugh. decades of wars and famine and just atrocities. They were fucked over by, by, by dude, the they were fucked over by governments that don't even exist anymore. Yes, you know what I mean. Like yes! government, they. That's, I mean, the lady even said she watched armies come and go. 
And it's like, dude, that is incredible. That should give you, know? you fucking chills, man, to think that yeah. <laughs> fucking imperial force can come through, tell you, oh, there's an invisible virus. You laugh in their face, and then that force is gone. They're dissolved. They're not even the USSR anymore. They're fucking not Russia. Even, not, <laughs> they're not even there. Yeah, That's fucking yeah. crazy, and, man. And they were just one of many in your lifetime. Think about like in the 40s, in the 30s, 20s. You and know, then 40 years girls. later, Jake Tapper and Tony Fauci go on CNN and tell you, don't talk to your family and lock yourself in a fucking cage, you sheep. <laughs> and everyone fucking followed the fucking orders. But I did it with the Brooklyn accent. So <laughs> it, really right. so- it really softens the blow, you know? That's just incredible to me to think how much uh, just the... Uh, a generation or a group of people can change in such a fast amount of time. We yeah, because if you think about so it, we're much. the we're the same animal. We're the same person, same people. We're the same animal, yes. like us and those women. Right? Yes. How come one group is so tough mentally and physically? Yes. And the other one's so fragile, so f- that afraid. that just the that just the 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 hint. <laughs> the hint of a deadly virus puts you into a, fren- a frenzy. A state yeah. of fear and shock never seen before or and hopefully after, man. I mean, yeah. the fear. Unbelievable. For these women to say, uh, you know what, the, just the, the trust in government and the institutions, the I, I'm not going to believe my gut instinct mentality that took over that's the hypnosis that's the brainwash yeah. that's what we saw happen yeah it's crazy man it's crazy to think these tough old broads were just like go fuck yourself you're the fourth government to roll through here good luck man <laughs> yeah, good, luck. Yeah. good luck with a your a lot of young men have come through here <laughs> yeah. and they've all died good luck with so your good luck good luck with your <laughs> radiation whatever that is <laughs> Yeah. But you know what? There's a I lot to find a, about I'm, I'm going to find a clip one of these days of the, that lady. I, I would I, love I just, to hear love, it. Yeah, absolutely. I love the clip. Oh, it sounds fascinating. And I just love the mentality that go, again, forward 40 years later, the people who had the same thought process and the same gut instinct and who treated it the same way and said, hey, uh, be, uh, you know, shut myself down for some invisible virus. Okay, thanks, guys. Uh, good luck. Uh, all those people, no myocarditis. Oh,